On today's show, I'm going to be talking with Pete and Chris Bigiani from Intruder 424. They have a new single out called Make It Out Alive. They're going to talk about that and what's happening in the rockin' New Jersey music scene. So welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, man, for having Thank us. You. So do you prefer Intruder 424 or 424? Uh, Intruder 424. Um, because what happened was, is there's a band called The Intruders already. Uh, so they're a doo-wop project. So we needed to add, uh, you know, the numbers on for, you know, a trademark issue. So 424 is actually a police code for an insane person. Um, so Intruder 424, it actually kind of works well together and it rolls off the tongue nice. So um, we went that route. Well, if you're doing rock, I think that's a pretty cool name. Oh, thanks, man. Thank you. So you guys are brothers, and you started really young. How old were you guys when you started playing music? Uh, I started playing drums when I was two, and I started playing guitar when I was four. Wow. So, And that's Pete on drums, Chris on guitar. Yeah. Yeah. And people are saying, for just two guys... You make a really big sound. Yeah, it's um, quite the compliment because uh, we've always played in bands with, you know, like four people uh, or three people. So just as two people making the sound sound that big is awesome, you know, and I think that um, it's cool that we're brothers and, um, you know, it's a duo project like Royal Blood or the White Stripes. You know, it's pretty sweet. People are really excited about the classic rock of the 70s and 80s. And I, I could tell by your T-shirts that maybe you're like a Van Halen fans. Yes. So um, we're we're big Van Halen fans. Um, but what what who else do we like? We like it all, right? Yeah, man. I mean, Roses, Guns and Roses, and all, all that stuff. Like yeah. that's that's our total realm. Like we love seventies and eighties, even nineties stuff too. But um, you know, that's like what we grew up on. You know. Let me guess, some Metallica. Yes. Yeah, yeah we love Metallica. You know, I have to say, uh, on TikTok, <laughs> I'm guessing it's you, Pete, because you're at the drums, and I guess there's something where you spin the wheel. And whatever band you land on, you play. Oh, yeah. I just did that yesterday, yeah. And you landed on Maroon 5 and said, wait a minute, is this rock? Yeah. And it was so weird, you know, um, the algorithm's changing on TikTok right now. So we're just trying to figure out, you know, because we were, when we joined, you know, we grew very fast on there. And um, especially when we put out our Stranger Things cover of the theme, we remade it into a rock theme. And we gained a lot of traction off of that. So over the past month or so, TikTok has become more of a uh, SEO-based kind of platform. So we were like, well, you know, this kind of messes with our release and stuff like that now. Because now, if you're just putting out like, hey, go check out my song, and the chances of it blowing up are way different than six months ago. So I was looking at, you know, ways to do, you know, kind of, more videos that would work for the platform now and there was this one uh person on there that said oh you should try using filters so i use this filter for rock bands and i get maroon five and it's like 
you know, Maroon Five is definitely not. I mean, to me, it's it doesn't land with like. Yeah, I don't think about rock when I think about. Yeah, Maroon, Maroon 5, Five, you know, but it all, you know, they're famous and you know they're a great band. Besides the point, you know, it's just not rock. Exactly. Yeah, you know, so, so a shout out to Maroon Five, but I I think there's a bias now. Pop radio plays very little true rock and roll. You might have a, a little, you know, some guitar there that hints at heavy metal or guitar, but um, pop radio is not as friendly to rock as it used to be. No. Um, we see more of, like, serious uh, XM, like Octane, um, you know, all those kind of channels on Sirius, you know, going forward and promoting new bands and stuff like that. But for real, like... Um, major music radio rock radio doesn't really exist anymore except for um classic rock yeah the classic rock so. the real big thing is spotify mm -hmm. playlisting that's the big thing now for rock bands mm -hmm. all right well at least now it's all on demand so it's not like you're not going to hear it but i don't know, do you remember like boston the group yeah yeah see back in in my day you know back in the 70s you know that was you know, top 40 radio, that was top 10 radio. Mm -hmm. And and now it, it would just be so fun to hear a breakout hard rock band make it on pop radio. Yeah, you know, that that is the goal for the future, you know, to definitely do that. And um, we had actually met uh, Greta Van Fleet a couple years ago. We were in the city and we went backstage and met them. Um, New York City, sorry. We say the city here in New Jersey because it's just right there so that's what we call it but um yeah we went and we met them and they were like really the first band to really that's new you know to get on major right major yeah. radio kind of you know stuff like that for such young kids like our age you know mm -hmm. now you guys are from tom's river new jersey yeah and you know new jersey you know one of the rock and roll capitals of not only the country but the world you know so many great bands came out of there do you feel like you're part of that new jersey legacy yeah i feel like uh we've grown up in the you know the new jersey kind of scene um playing in past bands like our past band was a very um you know uh, not w like well-known band here definitely in new jersey um and you know we we did a lot of cool stuff nationally and um it was very very cool to be in that band and now i feel like we can carry some of that success over to this band um mm -hmm. and while doing both really focusing on this one making this one the same kind of success and mm -hmm. well who, who are your favorite new jersey bands of all time i mean that could be you know from decades past oh man there's so many I mean, we have like Bon Jovi, we have Bruce Springsteen. Who else do we have? Uh, Skid Row. Skid Row Extreme. Uh, Isn't Extreme no. from here? Oh, mm -hmm. are they? Oh yeah, they are from Boston. Who's from here? Yeah, who else is from Jersey? <laughs> oh, Frankie Valley. I mean, we have so many. You know, like Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. See, I'm glad you guys know that. Oh yeah, you know, uh, that's like. I mean, we grew up listening to that stuff. Yeah. That, I think, is it? Frank Sinatra, wasn't he born in New Jersey? Yeah, I think he's born in New Jersey, but I think he was, like, 
Was he from Hoboken? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love Frank Sinatra. <laughs> I like that. See, did your parents turn you on to a lot of this music? Yes. Uh, growing up, my parents were very into showing us all kinds of music. So, like, no matter what it was, we always, you know, were had an open ear and an open mind to listen to anything that they showed us, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, Make It Out Alive, your new single... You have a really cool video to it. It's like you're, I don't know, in a warehouse with brick walls and just evokes this really, really cool uh, hard rock feel. Like the the rock videos I remember from the 80s. Like, what was your approach for this? So I we were going into it because we never really shot a music video before. I mean, we've shot other things, you know, that were sort of like... We never really shot... Um, music videos like proper ones before so going into this we were like we want to have you know a theme so the red black and white is kind of like the theme of the video and you could see that throughout the whole thing um and just kind of make it out alive the warehouse um in patterson kind of fit the vibe of the song yeah. right yeah. uh i think when we were scouting locations for it, it was between that and then a room you know like a black room white room just like ah, the you know the warehouse kind of fits the vibe more well definitely gave you some room to move around yes yeah. and for two people i feel like we move a lot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well here's the other thing um and again this is making me so sentimental for like the mtv of the 80s they used to have something called headbangers ball do you remember yeah. that yes and to me, I, I just associate that with, you know, what they called the hair bands, you know, the heavy metal guys with the long hair and, you know, thrashing it around. And so when I see you guys, you, you have pretty healthy heads of hair. Oh, thank you. So did you consciously try to grow this heavy metal hair? No, um, we've had long hair like this since we were little kids. Since we were little kids. <laughs> like, I was walking around in sixth grade with this kind of hair, you know, like, so is Chris. Yeah, I, I haven't mean, had short hair since I was, like, ten. six or seven. <laughs> <laughs> ten, I think there's a video yeah. of me at ten with shorter hair. Um, yeah, we always had long hair and stuff like that. So I like that. It feels like a return to, to the hair bands. Yes. Oh, here's one. Are you guys Motley Crue fans? We love Motley Crue. Yeah. See, they had some hair going on. Or how about... Poison. We like Poison too. I mean, I feel like I like uh, Motley Crue a little bit more than Poison, but right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I just like I was always like a bit more into Motley Crue. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I was a bit more into Motley Crue just as a drummer, seeing Tommy Lee, you know, and Chris seeing Mick Mars, right? Yeah, I mean, okay. it was always kind of like a cool sort of like I don't know. There's just like a certain there's like, like some form of like a like a gang type of. Thing to them like a biker gang type of thing to them that was always cool when we were kids okay how about guns and roses love guns yeah. and roses we actually played the troubadour um you know and that's where they got signed so in our past band we actually went out to la and we played the troubadour so we've got to play on the stage where they like got signed that night you know that's impressive how how does a group so young get on the troubadour bill uh we were on a tv show um for unsigned bands called no cover 
and we got picked to go out to California to shoot this television show. So um, this is with our past band, but um, yeah, it was a cool experience. And especially for young kids like us to go out there and do that, it was really sweet. Wow. So tell me more, this no cover. So what did that play on? Um, no cover. They, at the end of the season, you got a record deal. Um, and basically, you know, there was like, how many bands were in it? Like 20 bands or something? Something like that. 20 bands. There's actually another viral star um, in the show. I mean, he he has like millions of views. His name is Loveless. Um, he's pretty great. Um, he actually like he did. He has like a million followers. He blew up in like the past six months and stuff like that. It's crazy. But yeah, basically it's twenty artists and they compete for like a five hundred thousand dollar record deal. Some sort of record deal. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So and, uh, and from what I can remember, was no cover for rock bands specifically. Yes, it was. Well, it was slated for rock yeah, bands. Yeah, I think so. But it was like all sorts of all sorts all of sorts stuff. bands because I think the band that won was like a they were like a country type. like a bluegrass bluegrass. Oh, it was like bluegrass thrash or something. Yeah, bluegrass like thrash. Yeah. Do they have any cool judges on there? Yes. So Alice Cooper, um, Lizzie. Oh wow. Hale. Yeah, Lizzie Hale from Hailstorm, Gavin Rossdale from Bush. And Tosin Abasi and Bishop Briggs. Okay, you got me so curious. And I, I normally don't do this, but I had to Google that. And I'm seeing the post says Hit Parader. Was this done with Hit Parader magazine? Yeah, they reinvented Hit Parader. Um, they rebranded uh... it. It's coming back now. Because that's another thing I remember back in the day, you know, Hit Parader, Magazine, Cream, and of course, Rolling Stone. But there are those specific heavy metal magazines, you know, were those an influence on you? Yeah, I mean, Rolling Stone, I feel like uh, what it didn't go away because it's always been big. But I feel like in the past couple of years, they're kind of putting more and more uh, younger artists that are coming up on the cover. Like I know now. Rolling Stone has like two different versions of the magazine in the UK. So in Rolling Stone UK, you could be, you know, um, an artist coming up and be on the cover of Rolling Stone UK, you know, um, where in mm -hmm. America, it's more or less, you know, just like the major, major celebrity. Yeah, it has to be like a huge Sure. And there still is a bias, you know, pop seems to dominate so much of the press that it seems like when there's a magazine like Hit Parader or Cream that, you know, specializes in heavy metal and just pure, you know, classic heavy metal, not not the trendy options. It yeah. seems like that's increasingly important. It seems like you, you get nudged out in your classic metal. Yeah, I mean, like, um, we had, what did we have growing up? Like for us, our generation, we had alternative press, right? Alternative press. But they like, I think they got bought out. Um, and now they're actually, I think they're coming back now, actually. But yeah, they got bought by, okay. actually, I think, you know, a cool little thing. I think that actually Benji Madden and his brother bought, really bought alternative press and they're reinventing it now, which I didn't oh, even cool. know. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. 
But uh, yeah, we used to read that and get a subscription to that when we were younger, and that had all the Warped Tour bands and stuff like that in it that we used to listen mm-hmm. to. Yeah, well, now you know the internet affected that so much, but it was so nice back in the day before there was thousands of websites that there were just a couple of key publications, and you know the whole whole thing was oh, you know, to get on the cover of one of these magazines and to be featured. You know, oh, that was like winning the big prize. Oh, yeah. Now it's now it's, you know, the big prize is getting playlisted by one of the Spotify playlists, the official ones and being on the cover of that. Now, you know, that's like the big thing, which is crazy because like five years ago, 10 years ago, this would that wouldn't even be a thing. Yeah. Just like- mm-hmm. So when you were on no cover, what was the name of the band you were with? Uh, we were with a band called Kodiak. Okay, so when you're at a show and did that like make or break you? Was that a moment where you wanted to win and you know move your career forward? But did that experience also show you, hey, we actually want to take this in a different direction? No, not really. I mean, we always, you know, we had started thinking about doing this project during lockdown. So when lockdown happened, Chris and I were, you know, we lived together. We have a studio in our house. So um, we always create. So I mean, we were talking and we said, you know, it'd be cool to do a duo project, you know, just me and you, whether it be instrumental or it be, you know, just whatever. We should just do a project like that and just throw some songs together. No one ever has to hear them. So we wrote a couple songs and Make It Out Alive was one of the first songs that we wrote for that project and everything just kind of fell into place after that. I see. So is this a side project? Do you think you might go back with the band or? Right now, is it... right now yeah. we uh, signed with Sony Orchard and Transglobal. Um, we're going to probably do this. Um, take this further and kind of put Kodiak on the back. Yeah, we're sort of like doing both. And Yeah, we're kind of doing both, but right now we're doing press for this, so the focus is more on this. Do you ever think you will add more members to the current band? Uh, no. It's always going to be uh, Chris and I together, um, and we decided that like if we ever did take anybody out with us on tour, um we would take like a you know a hired gun out you know to help out do whatever but right now we can from doing uh rehearsals we can um you know handle all the stuff ourselves yeah so if you go on tour who are some current bands that you think you would really compliment uh, definitely like royal blood um they're they're like one of the rising bands right now i mean they've they've been on the rise for the past couple years them greta van fleet um cleopatra dirty honey dirty honey um the struts i mean anybody really cool to play in some shows war games yeah with mammoth yeah mammoth uh eddie's kid uh wolfie i mean that would be sweet uh we just saw him play with dave grohl you know, he did those two Van Halen songs, which were awesome. Um, and his whole album, his solo career is amazing to all the songs. So it'd be great to do those. And a big one for us would be opening up for Metallica. But <laughs> I don't know if that'll ever happen. Could. 
You never know. Um, when's the last time they came through New Jersey? Um, they, were, they were in New York, like. Uh, yeah, they were in New York a month ago he... with Greta, and Ice Nine Kills. Ice Nine Kills is a new great band too. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. Okay. Well, been what's your uh, What's your favorite place to perform in New Jersey? Um, we like Asbury. Asbury is like a huge music scene here. Um, we haven't actually played out with this band yet. We actually just released a single and we're planning on playing um, some North uh, East dates coming up in the next couple months, like end of October, beginning of November, but we're still planning that out. Um, but we love Asbury Park. Um, we played Stone Pony. Where else? The Wonder Bar. Yeah. I mean, anywhere, House Independence, The Saint, um, all those clubs and theaters and stuff like that are great. Mm-hmm. So around the country, what would be some other places? I mean, you've done the Troubadour. Do you have any other dream venues to play? Uh, definitely, like, Madison Square Garden. Yeah, that would be sweet. Yeah, yeah Madison Square Garden would be, like, really cool. Um, I, I would, like... Gas Monkey down in Texas is cool. I've been there before. Um, I'm trying to think, like the Forum. Uh, yeah, it's the Kia Forum now. I think. Okay, any festivals? Yeah, all the festivals. So, like, Download Festival over in the UK, Reading and Leeds, um, Louder Than Life, Aftershock. I mean, all the major festivals we definitely want to play. You know who has a pretty nice metal scene? Is uh, down in South America. Yes, South America. I think um, they hit our website a lot, especially since the release of the song. So um, getting down there is like a bit, you know, it's hard to do with shipping gear um, and renting down there. But it would be cool to get down there and go play shows. Put out into your social media. So where do people find you listen to your music, your videos, and all that kind of stuff? So you can go um, to our website, uh, www.intruder424.com, um, and you can see where to find us everywhere on there. And then on any social media, since it's such a kind of like unique name, you can just look up Intruder424, and you can find us all on any social media website really we're on everything Spotify or Apple Spotify or Apple I mean stream you know make it out alive on there I mean that would mean a lot to us too you know anything like that they could find there well if people do like an internet search they just have to be careful that they don't go to a police website yeah I know man I know (laughs) (laughs) did that for two first before we get Say again. Uh, what did four two four stand for? For uh, four two four stands for crazy person. So like, yeah, that's right. Criminally like that. insane or something like that. So you know, like, you walk past people and you're like, that guy's a four two four. That lady is a four two four. You know, it's a New Jersey. It's a New uh, Jersey type. Of, I think it's a police code in New Jersey. Um, cause I know that LA is LA, they have 5150, yeah, 50. but, uh, yeah, here's 424. 
See, people go down this rabbit hole doing it. Yeah, I know, right? It's it's crazy, man. <laughs> okay, well, a couple of questions here. I mean, you've probably asked this more than once. Okay. You know, your brothers, um, what's it like to work together as brothers, and do you ever get sick of being around each other? Um, Christian, you want to go first? I mean, I think it's, like, cool. I mean, I think it, it, it there's, like, a... It, when you work together, it's kind of like the sort of thing where you're not really afraid to say anything. So it's kind of just everything's out. Like yeah. every, everything's out there. So it's just kind of you don't like something or you think something's great or whatever. Everybody's going to know about it. So, yeah, I mean, like it kind of makes it a little bit easier. It's easier for sure. Like yeah. we don't we don't like when I like, yeah, we fight and we we have disagreements about things. But like it's easy for us as brothers to be like hey, listen, like, this doesn't sound good, or I don't think we should do this, or this is should be like this, and um, it's really cool, and yeah. we're always, like, we're, besides being in the band, I mean, we hang out, we don't have, like, separate friend groups and stuff like that, we have the same friend group, um, you know, we all hang out together, like, it's, right, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, and also, we're always together, like I mean, playing we're, together and stuff. So who's the oldest of the two of you? Me, I'm Pete. Yeah, Pete. Pete's the oldest, and you're what? Four years apart. Yeah, we're four years apart. So Chris, does does Pete always dictate everything? No, I mean we get into like uh, like I don't know. We'll like uh, somebody will like say something or something like that, and then we'll sort of disagree or something, and then it's a battle, and yeah, it's a whole thing, and it's a. You know, and then we find out which way is better, and then we kind of yeah, we go, go from, from there. there. I we kind of come to try, like a happy you know, medium. Yeah, you know, we I mean, middle try both and see what works. Yeah, I think that uh, definitely. You know what, Chris is the youngest, but he does steer the ship sometimes, and he does a he has better judgment judgment than me sometimes actually, which is funny enough. You know, I'm a little older. Oh, it sounds very diplomatic. I, I bet Pete does play the older brother card sometimes. I do. I do. <laughs> I do, and it works sometimes. Sometimes. Now, are there any other siblings in the family? No. Just me and Chris. Just you guys. Okay. I like that. So so you you, you don't want to become like um, Noel and Liam Gallagher. That's so funny because I was talking, I'm friends with uh, PJ Farley from Trickster, who's another huge band from um, Jersey, and now he plays in Chris Jericho's band, Fozzy. And uh, I sent him the music video early to watch, and he was like, oh, that's cool, it's two people. And I was like, yeah, he's like, you don't want to end up like the Oasis Brothers, though. And I was like, oh, I don't think that'll happen. He goes, that's what they said. <laughs> Right. Well, I don't know. That's like a one in a million thing with them. In fact, the sad part is when your your spats overshadow your music. Yeah, definitely. And I don't think that we let we don't let that actually, you know, get the yeah. best of us. I mean, we've been in kind of like situations, you know, more than like the regular starting out band. So this is a band that's starting where it's like we kind of know what we're supposed to do. 
and we know the right path to take. It's just, you know, it, doing all the right things to get there. So we've learned from past experiences of being in local bands and then national bands and stuff like that. So it's really cool to do this yeah. kind of project, you know, with the right mindset and outlook. So, so what if one day one of you gets married and has kids and settles down? Is that going to just stop the band? I, you know what's funny, and it sounds, it sounds messed up, but um, you know I don't even think that's like on the radar, honestly. Like, I mean, for us, if we were to grow old and just be able to do this and have nothing else, we would be happy to do that. And I feel right. That's your mindset. Yeah, I mean, this is all we're really focused on. Yeah, I mean, we. this is kind of our life. We don't really have... I mean, when I said we have a social life, yeah, we have friends and stuff like that, but we do this 24-7. What's it like when you make that decision to really everything except for the music? Um, really, it's... it's so it's kind of like... It's weird, because like sometimes when you're doing this and only this and it's all you want and it's all you like, it's all you go to bed thinking about. It's all you wake up thinking about. Like, it's just like, you know, it's just like, I guess it's gotta be like when fighters are in training and they want to win the fight, you know, like it's, it's something like we want it and we're not going to stop until we get it. And kind of like, no matter what it is, we'll just, yeah. And it, music has always kind of been like the most sort of like important thing i mean we've been doing this since we were so young yeah it's kind of like this is like the only thing it's the only thing we know and, and the only job we've ever had is this like this is what we put our whole life into so to have a successful music career uh coming up in the future hopefully um is something that's on the horizon for us right yeah is it ever hard when you see your friends becoming computer programmers and accountants and, you know, having that stable nine to five? Is um, that ever, do you ever have doubts and think, gosh, I, I wish I had a steady paycheck like that? Not really. I mean, I see my friends and then they, they see the band and they're like, wow, like, you know, you guys got 12,000 followers on TikTok. That's so cool. And, you know, I got to go work at my, my, boring job my nine to five and you know and they're married and they have kids and stuff like that so it's like you know it's cooler i feel like i don't i don't I mean, want for us yeah I for mean, us we're i mean yeah. again we're we're insane like we 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 would go broke and live on the street <laughs> if we could just do this 24 7 so for us it's more of a you know um a thing but for some people i'm sure it's cool to go get a nine to five and um, have mm -hmm. a family and a wife and a dog and stuff like that. I mean, we have a dog, but uh, yeah. <laughs> he just hangs out in the studio with us. You could do a side project called Busker 424. Yes, <laughs> yes, definitely. Definitely. Marv 424. <laughs> have you ever done any buskering on the streets? No, I have not. What? Buskering, buskering. You know, busker, you know, you uh, go on a street corner with your guitar and put a hat out and sing no. live and, and have people throw coins and dollars into your hat. No, I've never done that. I don't think we've ever done that before. 
What? Well, it'd be hard with the drum set, so you'd have to like have some modified. Yeah, or maybe no. you could bring your your whole drum set out. I could. We could go set up in Times Square. That would be pretty, <laughs> that would be pretty cool, actually. And and have someone film you. It could be your next music video. Yeah, the permits for that would be insane. Though, <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> well, well, I so hope you'll put on your bucket list to go out buskering at least once. Yeah, definitely, man. That sounds great. You might even, you know, make some cigarette money. Yeah, cigarette money. And cigar money and whiskey money. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I want to promote smoking, but hey, you're you're a band, right? Yeah, we like a, the occasional Marlboro Red. <laughs> well, hey, I really appreciated you sharing all this. The band Intruder, tell me again, is it? 424 or 424? 424. Okay, Intruder 424. Current single and video, Make It Out Alive. Chris and Pete Vigiani, you are making the folks from Tom's River, New Jersey, very proud of you. Thank you Thank so you. much. All right, take care, and, and I hope you really uh, make it to Madison Square Garden someday. <laughs>